last week on Emergency Pants. Who's Martin? Martin. Martin! Martin? <laughs> I haven't thought about that in... <laughs> I can't even say how long. I'm kind of sad that I remember it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Are you sure you're good? Because you're nope. like, I'm mad. I'm going to get mad about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I am in a bad mood and I'm angry. You've been but... in a bad mood for like three weeks. Oh, I know. I don't know what the problem is. I'm like afraid to talk to you. <laughs> no. I'm not going to. It's me. <laughs> what is? Everything. Oh. Yeah, I'm no. afraid that everything is me, so, you know. Yeah, I'm the same way. Oh, I'm the worst when it comes to that. I'm, I'm the worst. No, I'm the worst. Fuck You're I'm second worst. worst. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, I'm the worst. No, it's <laughs> awful. Like, I can be friends with somebody for I don't even know how long, and, like, you even. I, mm -hmm. I've done this with you even. It's like, so, are we cool? Yeah. yeah, we're cool. Why, why wouldn't we be cool? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I do that too, except I don't even I don't even ask people. I just assume that we're not cool. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I pissed her off. Cool, and then you're like so happy. Mm -hmm. At least that's how I am. Yeah. Oh, my God, what's wrong with us? I don't know. I got therapy tomorrow. That should be fun. I don't know. I I think it's going to be actually three weeks before I see Doctor B again. Yeah, because I think it was it was three weeks before I saw Pam. Yeah, because I'm I'm going back. Well, I was going to go next Thursday, but next Friday I get on a plane and go to Portland. Oh, that's wow! That was coming up fast. I know, right? So I'm excited. Um, so I didn't, you know, I was thinking, well, maybe I should just cancel that one and go after like the week after I'm back because mm -hmm. um, I just think I'll probably be freaking out trying to figure out what I'm supposed to pack and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. again. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, it, and here's, here's something that we could talk about I don't know if you share this or if it's just my weird thing I'm superstitious about talking about plans that I have mm. because I'm afraid they're not going to happen is that something you've ever experienced? I think not specifically that, but um, I think that ties into um, or is related to like one of my issues where um, if something good happens to me, I'll be paranoid about something bad happening because of it. Oh, like it's a trade-off. Yeah, <laughs> like the oh, wow. scales are the scales are always in balance, mm. and if I get good fortune, then they need to come back into balance, and so something bad therefore has to happen or does happen because something good happened to me. And then you're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and then I'm like, "Oh, I knew that was coming." Right. Yeah. Which just reinforces it when, in fact, they're not related at all. 
exactly. I've got this thing about, well, I mean, I guess it's just because it's happened a lot in my life where it's like, hey, we're going to go do this cool thing. Oops, sorry. We're not going to go do that anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so yeah. so that happens to me a lot. So I don't like to talk about stuff that I'm going to do because I don't want to then turn around and say, oh, I guess I'm not doing that thing. You know, so I haven't posted anything on Tumblr or, you know, shared anything with pretty much anybody about the fact that I'm going to Portland except for you and a couple other people. So, Mm -hmm. so, uh, Pantsers, I'm going to Portland. Tell me if there's anything I shouldn't miss. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. What? Yeah. Send in like email or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally excited. I know Penny's going to be an awesome host and John's fucking jealous. I know, right? You guys are going to eat so much meat up there. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. She's got a smoker. Do you know she has a smoker? Yes. Right. And Johnny is allergic to seafood, so she's going to feed me all kinds (laughs) of seafood. (laughs) And also, okay, so here's, here's, this is, this is a snapshot of my host and hostess. Because I got this text from Betty. She goes, the other day, John and I were stitching and listening to a philosophy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) When John suddenly turned to me and said, Bridget's going to be here soon. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I know at least there's at least going to be a 24 hour period when we do nothing whatsoever. Mm hmm. But then I know that we're probably going to go to Sock Dreams, which is the place where I buy my goofy socks lately. <laughs> nice. <laughs> thigh-high socks that actually are thigh-high, even for chubby girls. I'm nice. telling you. I'm telling you, curvy ladies, go to Sock Dreams. Um, the um, Let's see. There's also the world's largest independent bookstore is there, Powell's. So hmm. I'm excited about that. And then Penny's just got a few ideas. There's like a beach that has seals and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm excited. We, uh, when I was in San Diego, uh, we went to the La Jolla beach and there's seals on, you know, on the beach. Mm-hmm. My only regret about that was not staying the entire day. I know. <laughs> and playing with seals. I know. They're so great. Mm-hmm. I could watch them forever. When I know. I was in San Francisco. Um, they're, you know, they're at Pier, whatever it is. One of the piers. Pier 1, <laughs> I think. Is it? Oh, I think that's where you can buy, like, really cheap vases and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, there's there's a specific one that has lots of touristy shops and stuff like that. And then they have... Um, an area where the seals come and hang out. That's cool. And they were like, <clears throat> fighting with each other, and it was hilarious. <laughs> it was like this whole, like, they couldn't relax because they kept fighting with each other about who gets to sit where. Mm-hmm. So it was like this little one kept knocking this big one off, and then the big one would come and knock it off again, and they're just, and they're like grunting at each other, and... <laughs> All this crap, <laughs> and it's like it's like you keep watching, but it's like, oh, we got him again. <laughs> it's like I could have just had some popcorn and sat there and watched that all day long. <laughs> you can tell that that one really likes that one. You can, I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was fun. So I'm excited. I, I'm getting a vacation. I need a vacation where I just. You know, I don't have to do anything, and I don't have to take care of anybody, and mm-hmm. it's just me, and I'm excited. So. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah. So, that'll be fun. 
Um, and you're coming to Chicago-ish. I am. Did you? I just. Be peed. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you if you did that too. I did. Awesome. So excited! I'm glad you're coming. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, you're gonna meet so many wonderful people. You, I know. Yeah, you've never met Tony yet, have you? No, I haven't. Tony and Dan, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um. And Lindsay and TJ. Mm-hmm. And wife of TJ, mm-hmm. who is very handsy. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I actually I thought about Lindsay uh, today because I I called into work and I just slept all day. Oh wow! So after fourteen hours of sleeping, um, the first thing I did was I got up and I ate like a handful of melted cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! Did you melt it in your hand? No, I melted it in the microwave. I melted it for nachos. Oh, good job. Yeah. Well done. Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you, Lindsay was my hostess this weekend. Mm-hmm. You and guys, it looked like you had a ton of fun. I was jealous. It was so much fun. Um, I was going to spend the night on Saturday, and then she's working part-time at a cheese shop mm-hmm. um, because that's her passion. And... um she ended up getting hours on that Saturday. So she said, well, just come on Friday instead. So um, after work, I got on the train, went downtown, and I was going to take the L <laughs> when I got down there, and I left the train station, and it was so fucking freezing, and <laughs> snow was landing on my head, and I texted her, and I said, Lindsay, I'm going to take a cab, okay? <laughs> She's like, yes, you dork. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it was more expensive. How come you had to take a cab instead of the L? Because I had to walk like two or three blocks to get to the L, and I was freezing. And oh yeah, fuck that. Me. And I walked the wrong direction for two blocks oh. and realized it and went, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so by then I was almost like. You know, seriously, like almost crying a little bit. And I was like, I'm taking a cab. <laughs> it's cold out here. Um, so I took a cab. I got to her place, which is like Wrigleyville, Boys Town area, which mm-hmm. it's such a great neighborhood. It's so wonderful. Um, got to her place. Her and Tucker were waiting for me. Aww. I know, right? It was so cute. And uh, we walked over to a Mexican restaurant and ate there. And walked back and watched Misfits until four morning. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time. And she had like fancy cheese that she fed me with bread. Well, of course she did. Yes, there was like this goat cheese with, with it was like coated with ash. And it was like ash, what? just like vegetable ash. I'm like, whatever, it's ash. It was really good. And then there was another one that had like bee pollen or something like that on the outside. Oh, weird. It was good. And then there was a fancy blue cheese too. I'm not a big blue cheese fan. Oh, it was so tasty. So she's a wonderful hostess and Tucker is also um, a wonderful companion. So that was fun. Except for the fact that Tucker woke me up at 8 o'clock in the morning. So. I went to bed at 4. Tucker wakes me up at 8. He jumps up on the bed. He parades around. Hey, I've got my <laughs> Do you want to see my fox toy? I've got my fox toy. I'm super excited. Do you want to see my fox toy? I'm just going to leave this here. <laughs> 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 and then he goes back and lays down on Lindsay again. And then, like, 
I fall back asleep, and at 10 o'clock, he jumps back up on the bed. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you still got my fox toy, I noticed. <laughs> this is actually mine. I'm just going to take it with me. <laughs> oh, what a little jerk. <laughs> he is a little jerk, but he's awesome, too. So, that was it was a lot of fun. Good. Thank you, Lindsay. Lindsay uh, did ask us to, um, I asked if anybody had any questions or topics they wanted us to discuss, and she asked us to talk about cheese, which I think we did. So I think we're in a good place with that. Oh, good. And she also wanted us to talk about Rudy from Misfits. <laughs> How caught up are you on Misfits? Uh, I have not seen the third season. Oh, um, okay. So you haven't seen Rudy yet. Yeah, it's actually, it's... Um, my sick beard uh, thing is set to record it, but it's not finding any episodes. Well, it's on Hulu. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, the oh. third episode, or the third season is. So the first and second season have Nathan with the curly hair and, um, you know, all that. And then he goes away in the third season and mm-hmm. Ruby comes in. I heard he got, like, sent to prison or something. Um, kind of. I think he's got a uh, he's got a pregnant girlfriend. <laughs> well, same thing, then. right? Exactly. But no, um, Rudy's awesome. I really love Rudy. She she was telling me she's like, "You're gonna love Rudy. You're not gonna mind that Nathan's gone." I do mind that Nathan's gone. I loved Nathan. He was mm-hmm. such a smartass. I love yeah. that so much. But um, Rudy's a, a smartass too, so it works out. Like one of my favorite lines that he says. <laughs> He's with the, he's with this girl, <laughs> and he's in the bathroom, and he's trying to cover up something that he's doing, and I'm not going to say what because it's going to ruin like the, you know, the story or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she says, "What are you doing in there?" And he's just sitting, goes just washing the shit off my cock. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that just the best show? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to watch Misfits if they haven't. So, thank you to Lindsay for getting me caught up on Misfits. Now I'm watching the third season. Oh, you hadn't seen the second season? No, I was so bad. I only watched a few of the first episodes, and then I just stopped. Mm. I've had this thing lately where it's like, I don't want to watch or listen to, like, anything. There's, like, a few things that I listen to or watch, and that's about it. I think it's because of the stupid depression. But, oh well. I um I stopped watching Dexter after the second season. Oh yeah. Because it got to be too much for me. Mm. In uh like the uh it was triggering anxiety. See because it was so dramatic yeah. that it it got to be painful to watch. Mm-hmm. So I stopped watching it and now they're up to like the sixth season, so I went and, and uh downloaded um the the three seasons that I haven't seen and now that I'm like I've got my anxiety under control it's easier to watch oh yeah so like Friday I was up until 4 a.m. Saturday morning watching Dexter because it's such a good fucking show so you were up until 4 a.m. watching TV too yeah (laughs) so cool (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been able to watch that I have I have trouble with like icky stuff, mm-hmm. so I haven't really watched it. Although Misfits is pretty icky, but it's worth it. What I like about Dexter is it's people getting what they deserve. 
Right. And yeah. that appeals to me. <laughs> That's always a good thing. <laughs> and the the part that I have trouble with is, you know, he's a serial killer that only kills bad people, but he works as a, a crime scene tech. Mm-hmm. So half of the show is about, you know, him um, hunting these bad people. The other half of the show is about him not getting found out. And there's so many close calls and uh, manipulation and stuff like that. That's where I get uncomfortable at. Right, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just, it's it makes me anxious. Yeah, exactly. I, um... I had to stop watching, like, dramas. I don't really watch dramatic TV mm-hmm. shows. Yeah, I, I don't either. I think that's the only one I watch. Yeah, comedy is the only thing for me. Because, like, I used to watch ER and Law and & Order. Mm-hmm. And I do, I mean, I still love the original Law & Order with Jerry Orbach because, hello, Lumiere, right? <laughs> love him. Um, but, like, I, I used to watch ER and it, just got to the point where it was like you know that every week they're going to start the show and somebody's going to get like horribly sick or Mm -hmm. get terribly injured or something awful is going to happen you know and it just started to be like oh I don't even want to watch it anymore just like house I tried to start watching that because everybody said it was so good Mm -hmm. but you know like in the first five minutes somebody's going to get some sort of horrible disease well yeah it's it's the same and and I loved house I don't watch Mm -hmm. it anymore I haven't watched it in a few seasons Mm -hmm. but I used to watch it all the time it's very formulaic yeah and after so many episodes of you know they're diagnosed in 20 minutes oh no they're not they're diagnosed again oh no they're not diagnosed oh no no and then at the last minute okay we know what it is you know after so many seasons of that i just got kind of tired of it it's like once you've seen one you've seen all of them Mm -hmm. it's kind of like um any show with a formula like that is the same thing you know like um there used to be that garden makeover show that they did it's the same thing over and over oh my god we've got to make sure it's a surprise oh no it's a close call they might come home oh they didn't come home you know Stupid. It's like, oh, yeah. You just you get to the point where you're like, hey, I think you're fooling me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have been watching, though? Um, and it, this kind of, uh, there, there's this show on sci-fi called Lost Girl. Huh. And it's kind of, it's kind of like an X-Files Warehouse 13 type of thing. And it's very interesting. It's It's got me hooked. But... Sci-fi uh, touts it as an original series, which leads me to believe that Sci-fi produced it, you oh. know, and airs it and all that other stuff. No, no, it's been on in Canada for two years. It's like on its third season in Canada. Oh my god! Yeah, and Sci-fi is like, stay tuned for our new original series, Lost Girl. What? And I'm like, all the episodes are available on the internet. What are you talking about? <laughs> sci-fi is weird. They are. Have you seen any of their their movies they have made like themselves? Yes, they are so hilarious. It's awful. It's awful and wonderful at the same time. The one with Tiffany and um, <laughs> Debbie Gibson. Oh my god. The um, like, what is it like, Sharktopus or something like? That? <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> Mega um, Shark ver- versus Giant Octopus or something. Right, right. Yeah, it was so good. There was a. 
I was flipping through channels and I stumbled upon a show. Um, it, it was like a series that they they make on sci-fi, and it was um, it was the most awkward, painful thing I've ever seen in my life. And I can't remember what it was called. I'm looking on their website right now, and I don't see it. I think a lot of their shows are deliberately bad. I think they're... They have to be. I think they're made with the idea that um, Stone College students are going to be their only audience. <laughs> yeah. I really do think that that's... It, it, yeah, it has to be intentional. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 so cheesy that it couldn't... Nobody could think that it was okay. Like, I saw one where um, Mickey Dolenz from The Monkees was in it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, he was like the musical guest too. It wasn't even like, oh, we'll have him act as somebody. He right. was just Mickey Dolenz <laughs> and he gets eaten by a giant python. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was so great. Oh, while while you're looking that up though, um the other person who asked us to talk about stuff. Oh, and Lindsay also said that she loves me. I love you too, Lindsay. Oh. Oh. Um uh Claudia. Oh yeah. Would like us to discuss Colin first British penis, please. Thank you. <laughs> Was this in the news or something, or is this just Claudia? Well, I think she's in love with Colin. Firth. Oh, I know, I know. I don't know if there was anything else going on. But she but, blogged. She blogged something about his penis the other day, so I didn't know if it made news for something. Let me see. I'm I'm googling right now. I'll I'll take one for the team and. <laughs> you have to do boner research Hold oh on. it was photographed in a bathroom oh weird mm. that's unfortunate he recounts it on the daily show <laughs> oh that was back in 08 oh okay I think I remember that yeah hmm. I wonder oh oh Colin first penis raw and uncut only seen <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Claudia. <laughs> Raw and uncut. <laughs> oh, the comments on this. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Um, but no, she just she re- she really enjoys Colin. So I would say um, if you ever met his penis, you would find it very polite. I bet it would be charming. It would be self-effacing. Um. It would, it would probably hold doors open for you, mm-hmm. and um, you know it would have a hard time expressing its emotion though, because you know it's just not something that they do over there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it would it would probably be have to be one of those scenes from like Pride and Prejudice or something like that where. Yeah. The guy eventually just goes, damn it, I love you. Do you think it has like a little um, bow tie? Yes, and a top hat too. <laughs> monocle. <laughs> a starched we, collar. You would only need a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> See, because then, yeah. <laughs> Penises are awesome. What? <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Well, yeah. They're the binding polymer. What were we talking about earlier today that led to the discussion of how it's made? Oh, uh, you got a resume. Oh, that's right. I got a resume for a shaft assembler. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what that means. And you, <laughs> I texted it to you and you said, gross. 
<laughs> I said it would make an awesome episode of how it's made, and then I put together the pun that he would say. Mm-hmm. They would parade the penis in front of like a candy factory or something. Yes. Completely unrelated to penis manufacturing. <laughs> and he would say, no matter what kind of day he has, this assembler can always say he had a hard day at work. <laughs> I was proud of that. <laughs> I actually pictured the end credits rolling as you said that. Right? <laughs> but, you know. I he always was... sounds so proud of his puns, too. He does. He's so happy. He he probably is like, let me try that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The the British penises, I bet they're handmade. I bet they're um I bet they are actually a cottage industry over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they use centuries old technology. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So well, especially since, you know, most of them aren't whatever. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirt, turtleneck. What? Oh, cut. <laughs> I can't remember who that was. I want to say it was um, it was Flim Gurlant who who responded to a post with that something about uncircumcised penises, and she said, "Oh yeah, I dated a guy like that once, and he didn't care for it when I went t-shirt, turtleneck, t-shirt." <laughs> <laughs> I say dump them because that's fucking hilarious. It is. That is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah, so those are the things that we were asked to talk about on Tumblr. We had uh, Rartastic and I had a little uh, discussion on Tumblr earlier. Yeah. Um, And she asked us to expand upon that um, on the podcast tonight. She made a post about... Um, like the the first guy who discovered honey, she was very thankful to that person. So I responded with, I I have this um, I have this like fascination with the first person to discover things that w- like we take for granted now. Yeah. And I have these little fantasies as to how it goes. You know, like the first guy that discovered you could eat honey. Mm-hmm. What was going what? on? You know, did he yeah. did he just walk up and say, "Hey, there's uh, there's a lot of bees flying around here. They must be protecting something that's uh, that's worthwhile." Let me just stick my hand in here. Why would he ever do that? Right. Yeah. I I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's like uh, who who who's the first guy that discovers that food is not poisonous? Well, that's it, because um, Alton Brown always talks about that when he's talking about tomatoes and stuff like that. Yeah. Because tomatoes are related to deadly nightshade, I think. Yeah, and for a long time, people thought tomatoes were poisonous. So who just said, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to try it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe it was a guy who was going to commit suicide. Yeah. And tomatoes looked delicious. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? If I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out with this delicious fruit, and then he eats it. And a half an hour later, he's like, "Fuck." Yeah, right. He was pissed, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Well, how was it though?" And he's like, "Delicious." And it was great. Like, awesome. I'm gonna try some. And he's like, "You know what though? I'm still not happy." And they're like, "Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> Look, tomato. We'll name it after you if you want. <laughs> That's why he was so sad. Mm-hmm. 
His name was Tomato. The Earl of Tomato. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll name this fucking thing after you. It doesn't kill anybody. Right. (laughs) Tomato. He never killed anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So awesome. Yeah, I wonder about that a lot too, especially with with food stuff because you got to think like who figured out that this was okay there yeah but there there really is a fine line between uh what's deadly and what's not deadly when it comes to food and how and, you even eat it in the oh, first place right like, a lot of it yeah how do you how do you decide you know if something doesn't taste good or is inedible how do you decide to cook it and then yeah. it tastes good like corn. I mean, you'd have to do something to it to make it edible. And right. yet, somebody was, decided to try that. What was the guy doing when he discovered that corn is edible? Right. He's well, pissed off. He's yeah. pissed off. He's going to take a bunch of shit and throw it in boiling water. And then all of a sudden it smells good. <laughs> or he's trying to... Oh, no, he's trying to build a fire. Yeah. And all he's got is these, this corn. <gasps> Oh, yeah. So he throws it in there and starts fucking popping. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah, then what? All right. Say that does happen. Uh-huh. Uh, putting it in my mouth is not the first thing that comes to mind. Exactly. Well, what about wheat? You So you have to grind it down. And yeah, that's fucking hard to do. And then you've got to add shit to it. And then you've got to put it in an oven or, right. you know, find some sort of heat source. Who figured bread out? Yeah, or grain. Or yeah, exactly. Who who figured out that you take these seeds and grind them up and they make shit? Mm-hmm. Who did it and who can I thank for it? Because hello, bread is my favorite thing ever. I know. I'm thinking okay. about I'm thinking about starting um, what they call a paleo diet. Have you heard of these? No. It's kind of like a well, it's a no carb diet, but it's basically. Um, it, it it's supposed to be like what our ancestors ate in the paleo paleolithic era which is stuff that you can pick or uh hunt hmm. it's basically no processed food um no bread anything like that and what is stopping me from doing it is the no bread part yeah you I... know that's the there's a a no carb diet called the keto diet where you can eat everything without carbs in it mm-hmm. which sounds great you know it's like it's like uh, if you order pizza just take the topping off and eat the topping don't eat the crust no i'm thing. sorry i like the crust i know i like bread it's I delicious i don't know if i can adjust to that i don't think i could i love bread I see, and that's something I had a, a really hard time with is because when I first uh, lost weight and did my diet and everything, that was um, that was something that I did. Is I like if you go to a restaurant and they leave bread out, I didn't eat any bread, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, it was fucking hard. And now I I, I eat it again. So you know, I probably could could you know, lose more weight or whatever if I went back to the way I was. But you know what? I like bread. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love rice, too. That that would be hard to give up also. That's true. Especially chipotle rice. Hello. Oh, Jesus. Why do they do that to us? I don't know. They're trying to harm us is what they're doing. Who? Who's they? Chipotle. <laughs> 
just everybody at Chipotle, <laughs> including like the 15 year old girl who takes your money. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your burrito. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you want some more starch with that? <laughs> They're trying to put us all into comas so they can take they the are. world. Make That's us exactly all lethargic. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. We're all tired. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, so, let's see. Anybody, any other firsts that you can think of? Hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, rice is another one of those things that's kind of weird because that shit grows in swamps. That is, yeah, that is weird. You know, that's you have to go to a lot of effort just to get to the rice plant. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and it produces this little white fucking thing that doesn't even... Yeah. You know, it does. It can't smell good. No. Well, and like uh, blueberries, you have to flood the field in order to pick the blueberries. You can't just pick them. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. Cranberries, they fucking grow mm-hmm. on water. Right. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Who thought of these things? And then, who thought of, like, social interactions the way they ended up being? Because it didn't end up the way it is right now, immediately. We went through this whole weird thing for a while there where women had to wear these ridiculous dresses. <sighs> And go and visit other women and hang out, you know, and talk about stupid shit, like, for a certain amount of time. And then they had to go to, like, a country place in the summer and all that kind of crap. Who decided these things and when did it happen? Like, who was the first person to say, well, what, you don't have a country home? (laughs) (laughs) Have you been watching Downton Abbey? Is that what it is? No, but no. actually somebody was talking to me about that the other day. We were talking about um, historical fiction. And she's like, yeah, I read it, but only every once in a while. And I have to be in this really specific mood. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to be like total girl mode in order to read these books. <laughs> Otherwise, it just pisses me off the whole time. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it's the strangest thing. And then I'll read them and read them and read them and read them. And then all of a sudden I'll like wake up like I'm out of a coma. What the fuck am I reading? (laughs) (laughs) How did this happen? How long have I been out? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Six books. Yeah, so. uh, You wake up, you're in a fucking corset or (laughs) whatever those giant dress (laughs) things are called. Wearing a whalebone corset. Yeah. Oh, God, where am I? (laughs) How many crumpets have I had? (laughs) (laughs) I have not watched Downtown Abbey, and I have this perverse um, inclination not to ever watch it because everybody keeps talking about it so much. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm wrong, people let me know, but I'll tell you what, I am sick of hearing about it. (laughs) Have you watched a moment of it? No. Me. No, I have I have no interest in watching it. Mm-mm. It just do, doesn't look like it'll appeal to me. I like Maggie Smith. I really oh, I do like too. her a I lot. Do too. And so that is, you know, one person who I thought might make that worthwhile. But I don't know. Yeah. I I'm I don't know. I just haven't like I was seeing I think last last time we 
we talked. I just, I'm very selective about all the stuff that I watch lately. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have a new question. This is from Bring Cook's Ideal. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I forget her real name. I know her. I've met her, and I've met her tiny baby who is adorable. Um, she was at the shower for Jason and Jessica. And her baby kept walking around the kitchen, like, hanging on to stuff because she's just learning how to walk. And I said that her baby was drunk. So Mm. (laughs) she probably doesn't like me. But anyway, (laughs) she said we should talk about the Oscars. I did not watch the Oscars. I didn't watch the Oscars either. I don't have any interest in the Oscars. You know, here's where I'm at with the Oscars right now. Um... I I just I don't really see the movies that they end up dealing with anyway. So, you know, I just there's really no reason for me to watch it. I have no investment in anything that they're, they're doing and even if I, you know, even if they were talking about movies that I enjoyed, I don't really care who wins, you know. The whole <clears> thing <throat> is just full of it. Although I did see the one part with Angelina Jolie doing that weird leg thing? Did you? Yeah, did, I saw all of the memes that were going around <laughs> about that. Husband? And, and I, I've decided that is the best part of the Oscars for me. My favorite, my favorite one that's come out is somebody just took her um, leg where she kind of st- stuck it out and then they like s- imposed it over the other leg. So it looks like she's just kind of crouched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> With their knees bent. Yeah. I saw I saw one today. It was just it was just the leg mirrored on both sides and above and, and below. So it was just like four legs. This four legged beast. <laughs> I saw somebody did a little cartoon where her leg was sticking out of different things. It was like sticking out of <laughs> refrigerator sticking out of a vacuum and sticking out of a couch that's why i love the internet i know it was so good and it was so quick too i know (laughs) i think it actually happened while the oscars were still going on exactly (laughs) so that was hilarious but um i that was the only part i saw it was when she did that weird leg thing and then the people who won afterwards i can't remember what exactly they won for but the um the principal from Community. Oh yeah, um, was one of the guys. Yeah, he uh, Alexander Payne got an award for that same movie, Descendants. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember the guy's name now. Rash. Huh. His last name is Rash, I think. Okay. Uh, he got uh, the award for co-writing the script. Alexander oh. Payne, who okay. is from Omaha got the award for uh directing it i believe yeah so so i haven't even seen that movie though i don't even know which one it is that's the one i think with george Clooney. so i don't know i'm not that interested but Mm. what was funny is that she's giving out the award and then um the principal from community is up there and he's doing the thing Mm -hmm. that's awesome (laughs) it's so good I was like, is he actually doing that to mimic her? That's hilarious. <laughs> made me so happy. But yeah, um, didn't watch it besides. Watched um, Walking Dead. Um, trying to think what else. I can't remember what else was going on, but 
there was a bunch of like DVR stuff to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Are you watching Walking Dead at all? No, no, I watched the first episode of it. I didn't really get into it. Yeah, it's gotten pretty good, but it's still zombies and stuff, which I find really gross. Yeah. But I don't know. It's the the storyline with the people's kind of interesting, but there's only so far you can go with a story like that, you know. Yeah. Everybody's going to get eaten eventually. Well, yeah, and, and my my problem with shows like that are you know, I I start picking apart like the uh I don't have a suspension of disbelief for zombie movies. Right. You know, I start picking things apart, and then before long, I'm just irritated at the movie, or the show. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. So, I just, I I don't buy it either. There aren't zombies. I'm sorry. And if there are, I'm sorry. Sorry, zombies. (laughs) I mean, they don't have a brain. How do they move around? And they don't have, like, their heart you know, doesn't pump blood or anything, mm-hmm. right? Plus, they're icky. Yeah, they're pretty gross. You would, who is going to get surprised by a decaying human body? Right? They're not going to sneak up on anybody unless. That's like the discussion we had with Del Grosso that time. We were talking about how humiliating it would be to be killed by a hippo. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> How is it going to sneak up on you? It's the same thing with a zombie. I mean, it's just like... Look, I was taking a nap. Yeah. Out in the open. Right. Oh, my gosh. And that's exactly what that show is like for me. Anytime anybody's doing anything in one direction, focusing on one thing for too long, I'm like, turn around, turn around, turn around. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like, and they're like, oh, my God. I'm like, I told you to turn the fuck around, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? So, yeah, I would probably do better than they would, but I don't know. I don't like zombie shows that much anyway. So, yeah. Zombies, won't you? No, I will not. No, I won't. I won't either. (laughs) They're too gross. And plus, a lot of what that show is about is how far would you go to protect your family? It's like, I don't want to know how far I would go to protect my family. I, I'm not interested in finding out. I am happy to be at the point in my life where I don't need to find out how far I would go. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm I'm cool really tired that. of the hypotheticals, you know, that the media yeah. tries to put on us. Well, it started with Saw. Yeah. And I didn't need that. You know? <laughs> Have you seen any of the Saw movies? No, I will not. No, I have not. I I will not watch them. Yeah. I refuse to watch them because I think the whole idea is gross. I won't watch any of the torture movies either. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of movies like that. There's that one called uh, uh, Fun Games or something where, like, kids go to this house and just torture a family. It's like, no, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to support it, you know? Um but, yeah, I'm tired of those kind of movies being out there. It grosses me out. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. Do you think they're listening? Should we tell them? Oh, I think they know. Stop it. No. <laughs> no. Bad. Bad. No. Put it, put it down. Put it down. <laughs> They've got a script in their, they're going to <laughs> In their jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha 
drop it in a mailbox and <laughs> right over it. <laughs> Do you no, put no. that back? Not in the mailbox. No. You know what I mean. <laughs> My cats think I'm pissed at them right now. Because <laughs> you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm using the cat voice on them. <laughs> yeah, shampoo look, kind of looks up when I talk like that too. <laughs> she doesn't change anything that she's doing, but she looks up. He's talking to me, but I'm not even in there. I didn't do anything. Look, I'm awesome. Yeah. So, and okay, so we got another email. Mm-hmm. I actually got two other emails. We'll start with the first one that we got from Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. And um, she says she's been listening since late August, and now she's only one episode away from finishing the archive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, thank you pr- for providing me with many laughs and semi-hypnotic. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know what that word is. I'm sorry, Elizabeth. I love you guys heaps. In conclusion, eat farts, Elizabeth. And then she included a drawing. A drawing? A drawing of Burgett. (laughs) Are you aware of Burgett? (laughs) I I saw the drawing. Yeah, so at one point they were trying to figure out, because, you know, that's my my star-bangled name. And uh, somebody, I can't remember how it came up, but it was like the, the Burgett is a... Uh, combination like bear platypus something else with wings and so she drew that and we're using it as cover art because she said you should use this as cover art so i get what she's saying she's giving me a hint Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's putting it out there (laughs) you know i mean just we can just the tip we can try it and see how it feels (laughs) no biggie don't have, I mean, it's just, you know, just, we could just cuddle in our underwear. Um, and then we also got an email from Randy. Oh, good. Hey, Randy. What's up, Randy? She says, don't you hate it when you're reading a, oh my God. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to lay some shit on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get to drop some knowledge on me. Drop some knowledge on your ass. Um, <laughs> don't you just hate it when you're reading a business memo or directive and there are misused apostrophes or other grammatical gaffes? Mm-hmm. I work for a Fortune 100 company and I see it all the time. It makes me furious. Anyway, thanks for reading, Randy. She has two errors here. <laughs> oh, I know. And I think she did it on purpose. Is that purpose too? She she did uh, your y o u r, and then she said thanks with an apostrophe. Oh. Randy, it's boiling my blood. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? <laughs> the worst. Actually, the very worst thing that I'm dealing with right now is one of my coworkers, who's the sweetest, nicest, most wonderful go- girl, and I just love her has a signature that says thanks and then her name mm-hmm. and she ends every email with thanks mm. oh so, so it's thanks 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 yeah drives yeah. me crazy yeah i think we've got a guy at work that does that too hmm i hate that i don't like the double thanks i i hate the whole message in the subject body people 
Oh, I get that in all caps. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Yep. Ugh. I actually, the other day I got an email, which was a, um, it was a referral that was sent by one of the claims representatives and their email was in all caps. Hey, I just want to let you know, I talked to this guy. He's really nice. And I wanted to send along his resume. Okay. Thanks. Bye. It was all caps. Jesus. Are you fucking kidding me? Because that's ridiculous. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> How did this even happen? I don't even know. It's just, oh, it's so bad. Um, so let's see, Randy. And we just got a new question. Hmm. Want to know what the new question is? If you don't, that's okay. Yeah, what is it? It is from Jules the Bunny. Jules the Bunny. She asks us a lot of questions. She says this is asked by William, who I think is her boyfriend. Okay. How perceived penis size has affected the economy? Mm, well, if anything, it has uh, increased the, the economy because I think most men perceive their penises to be undersized. And then, of course, there are um, people who try to prey upon that and sell, you know, various devices or medicines to uh, capitalize on that insecurity. There's a lot of that out there. Isn't there it? is a lot of it. I mean, it's like everywhere. Yeah. And the spam is like huge too. Mm-hmm. Well, huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's average. but it's thick it's thick (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) go on without me (laughs) Uh, yeah I don't I I don't have much to add to that I think that's a pretty good answer I'm not really sure because you're the dude with the penis, so you would know. All the penises I have, I borrow. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm. Um, you don't. You don't buy penises. You rent them. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I mean, people will prey upon everybody's insecurities. There's. There's an industry out there that will prey upon any insecurity you can think of. That's true. That's true. Yep. Hmm. That's not very nice. It's not. That's not, but that's the nature of humans. It Diet stuff? Yep. That's a huge, huge... Diet stuff, breast size, um... I have never once thought about doing anything about my boobs. Is that weird? No. Well, I think that's good for you, first of all. Okay. But I know there's tons of women that are insensitive or insensitive, insecure (laughs) about it. Really? And they like, that's all they can think about is making their boobs bigger. Hmm. Do they do those exercises and sing that little song about they must, they must, they must increase their bust? I'm sure they've tried that at some at some point. <laughs> the bigger, the better, the tighter, the sweater, the guys depend on us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's bad. Yep. 
not good. Yeah. No, I've never, I've never once worried about that. I've never really tried diet stuff either because I know it's all bullshit. And the reason that I know it's all bullshit is because I went to um, classes about nutrition and stuff at an early age. Yeah. And it's just science and math. You know, mm-hmm. that's how the body works. Yep. And everybody's different. So there's no like magic formula or anything. You can't say if you eat these many calories and if you do this and that, then you're going to lose weight. It's different for everybody and you have right. to figure it out. But yeah, it pisses me off when there's shit on TV where it's like, oh, take this pill or do mm-hmm. this, do that. Because no, Mm-mm. no, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. And it is a huge part of the economy. I mean, it is. Insecurity is a billion dollar industry. It's true. And I'll tell you what, um, the only diet program that I know that's really effective is Weight Watchers. That does work, but the only thing is you got to stay with it. Like, yeah, I've heard uh, Nutrisystem is pretty good too, but yeah, it's you have good, to stay but you with. have to eat their food. Right. It's and expensive. that, yeah, I don't think that's good. I think the reason that um, Weight Watchers is good is because you can do it with anything. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to buy a certain type of food to be able to do a diet, I don't think you're ever going to stick with it. Because are you going to really just eat that food only for the rest of your life? I Mm -hmm. doubt it. But, um, but yeah. Um, So, yeah. Stay away from that stuff, people. We know you do. Because, you know, you guys are cool and stuff. Yeah, we got a good group here. Yeah, they're good. Right? like those guys. Most of them. Yeah, except for that one. You know mm-hmm. which one I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You know who? Yeah, that one. He's yeah, that that one guy. I'm watching. <laughs> Are you doing the watching you gesture? Yeah, <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> Nobody could see it though. Uh, but I could feel it. I knew that it was happening. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. Um, somebody who was it? Hmm. Let's see. It was John Blog. Hmm. Okay, so remember we talked to him last week um, via kick. Mm-hmm. And he asked us a couple questions. Do you want to do those? Sure. Okay. Animals that act like people. Also in outfits. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, Dot weddings and the Airbud Cannon. How do we feel about this? I don't like animals in outfits. I don't like animals in outfits either. I, I have friends who put their animals in outfits, and I deal with it. But I don't think animals belong in outfits. Yeah. I think yeah. they all look humiliated. <laughs> they do. They don't want to be there. Yeah. They're just kind of, you know, they're looking at you like, could you please help me? you know that they are Mm -hmm. but um so yeah i'm not a fan of animals and outfits i'm not really a fan of the whole animals acting like humans either because most of the time it's because somebody's making them right yeah if they're you know if they're eating with their hands like an otter or something you know that's adorable yeah that is but if you're making your dog walk around on its hind legs then screw you exactly you're a jerk so stop it, John. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen what you do. <laughs> I'm picturing him flushing all the outfits down the toilet right now. <laughs> Sobbing. <laughs> His mascara is running. <laughs> uh, secondly, 
Second firstly. Okay. So mm. firstly and second firstly. Uh, movies made from TV shows that completely ignore the source material, such as the upcoming 21 Jump Street and Mission Impossible. Um, please perhaps to discuss. Well, I'm actually excited about the upcoming 21 Jump Street movie because it looks hilarious. It looks like they took a funny movie and then they said, oh, you know what? This is kind of the thing that happened on uh, 21 Jump Street. Let's just steal the title. And I'm okay with that. So is it like a spoof, kind of? I don't even think it's a spoof. Hmm. It's just a, it's a comedy. They take two bumbling cops and uh, make them go undercover in a high school. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's got Jonah Hill in it, which, you know, he's kind of funny. Oh, okay. So that I've seen that. Okay. Yeah. Now I know what you're you talking about. You know, the, the original 21 Jump Street took itself really seriously. You know, it, it was a drama. You know, and it had all the, um, all these pretty and, uh, like edgy actors and actresses, mm-hmm. you know, but this is completely the opposite of it. Now, when they take good shows, I don't consider 21 Jump Street a good show. Uh, when they take good shows like the Dukes of Hazard, or, <laughs> you, <don't> cons- <laughs> you know, shit like that and remake them, then it kind of upsets me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what what makes me approve of the 21 Jump Street movie and not like the other TV show movies. Mm-hmm. I think I'll have to take it on a case by case basis, really. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there are times when they can take something and improve on it, mm-hmm. or you know, make something fun out of it when there wasn't something, you know, when it wasn't I think- before. Yeah, I think a big part of it is 21 Jump Street wasn't a part of my childhood, and therefore there is nothing to rape. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, 21 Jump Street was kind of a big deal because Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hello, Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was the first thing you would see him in before he got blended in a bed in um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) You know who wouldn't have forgotten about that? Rachel. Rachel would not have forgotten about that. Nope. She'd remember. So, yeah. Don't don't screw with our childhood memories, but other than that, do whatever the hell you want, right? I think that's where we're at right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Just go ahead. We don't care. Um, what if they did... Did they do a Knight Rider? Are they going to do a Knight Rider? Oh, man. I'm sure it's been talked about. They tried bringing it back as a TV series and did not do well. When was that? It was a few years ago. Hmm. Okay. Maybe five years ago. They could probably do pretty okay right now with um, special effects and shit. Yeah, I... It makes me sad thinking about it, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Knight Rider was the shit. No, it wasn't. It was so bad. It was the shit. It was so horrible. Well, now, as an adult, we can realize that, but, oh my god, it was so good. It was so horribly acted. Mm. Hasselhoff. Oh my god, what a joke. Demi Moore was in an episode. Did you know that? 
I'm not surprised. She was like a union leader or some shit like that. <laughs> she was in uh, Master Ninja, too. That's right. Remember that? She was always playing uh, union leader chick. I know. What the hell? Is she some kind of pinko? I don't know. <laughs> What's that about? Okay. Well, how long have we been talking? Oh, let me look. Uh, 59 minutes. Do we have more that we need to talk about? Mm, need is a strong word. That's true, but do you have other things that you want to talk about? It's no, been a I while. We, we haven't talked for like a whole week. I know. I think we covered everything. I don't. I don't have anything else that uh, needed to come up. We did okay. You're feeling pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. We can end this session, and you won't feel cheated. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to work on the things that we talked about. and i'll see you in two weeks okay (laughs) (laughs) or i guess a week all right (laughs) okay bye bye and now let's end this meeting on a high note (laughs) Yeah! <laughs>